Hey guys, welcome to the Dan Griffin Podcast Show. Say hello to Robbie. Robbie. What it do? What it do? Yeah. So we're just chilling here. We're smoking a couple cigars. Got some uh, Woodford bourbon whiskey. Just hanging out. Robbie, how you holding up? Obviously, guys, you know, we're doing pre precautions. Six feet away, obviously. Hand sanitizer. You know, count the money. Hand sanitizer after that, just like Drake said. How you holding up, Dallas, Robbie? That's doing my thing, man. It's nature trails, minimal socialization, lots of video games and music. Pretty much it. Yeah, gotta get through all this somehow. Those uh, festival live streams have been huge. Yeah, you know I've heard a couple about those actually. Where did what? Where, how do you listen to those? YouTube, Twitch, download the Twitch app. Twitch app. I yeah. haven't heard of that one yet. So Insomniac, obviously the Squall's company. Every weekend, he's been doing a virtual rave-a-thon from like different festivals. You know, big name DJs, and it's cool to watch actually. The Squally's there is a funny dude. There's a lot of production. It's like all the visuals, like you're an actual, an actual nice. DJ set. The DJ's playing live nice. with good new stuff. It's been awesome. My sleep has been sacrificed. I went to stay until 4.30 every night, drinking and watching those. <laughs> but it's been probably the most excitement I've had since this whole thing unfolded. Yeah. How you doing mentally through all this chaos? I know the music's very good for the soul, Myself has been listening to a lot of music, trying new things, obviously. Um, gotta stay active, though. How about yourself? How's it been uh, for you mentally through all this? Man, you know, life's all right. I got some good whiskey. I've been reading a lot about bourbons and whiskeys and cigars and just picking up new hobbies, you know. That's all you can do in life is just keep learning and keep going forward. Exactly, man. Yes, so. damn. Dusted off my old PlayStation 2, been playing retro games, Crash yeah. Bandicoot. That was uh, Crash best. Bandicoot, that was one of my favorites. Dude, I beat two and three in, in less than a week. Really? Yeah. Man, nothing else to do. So, Asian Trail's a lot, and I've honestly, throughout all this, gotten comfortable doing stuff by myself again. That's what's important, though. You know, I read something the other day. Um, I forget what author posted this. I'm a huge fan. Um, he was just like, yeah, if you don't take this time to come out with a new hobby, mentally like refreshed and you know with a new side hustle you didn't you don't have enough self discipline. Right. You know, so I've just been out there trying new things and reading a lot and doing puzzles. puzzles. I should start doing that, you know, because the stuff I've been doing has been occupying me, but it's nothing really growth out of it. You know, video games, nature trails, bike rides, right. music. It's good, but it's like I haven't really been personally gaining. Yeah, well, the, the mother nature is good for reviving you. Know, what nature trail do you go to? Uh, well, the only one I really can get to is the Gopher Tourist Reserve in Boynton Beach. All right. They shut down Pond Hawk and Boca. I used to love going to that one. I was there yesterday for a little bit. Drank beards. Look for Gopher Tortoises. Yeah, you know it's it's important, I believe, to use it. Um, that's cool though. Yeah, it's in a lot of your pictures and all that cool stuff. It looks dope. Right for everything to open back up, you know. Ah, uh, dude, I miss shooting pool and drinking beer and playing music on the jukebox. <laughs> Again, I'm not just much... the homies. That's what it is. Exactly. <laughs> not much personal growth comes from drinking beer and playing pool, but it's, it's my favorite fucking hobby. One yeah. of them. <laughs> One of them. How do you like the cigar you're smoking? I know you're kind of still newish to the cigar game. It's good, man. It's it's what I needed. It's not big. It's mild. Okay, my kind of cigar. Yours is really good though. How are you liking that yeah, one? It's not bad. You know, I've never smoked a, a heavy one. A heavy I smoked tobacco. a dark one before. It's different. You know? I smoked like I got one of those this size in Key West when I was at my ex last summer. Yeah. 
I smoked maybe like a third of it, and I was like, it's too much. The keys is actually why I started smoking Dude, do Wall Street's freaking cigar shop every two stores. Yeah. It's hard not to. Yeah. I mean, every time, I've only been at Key West like three times, but every time I've got a cigar there. I mean, you kind of have to. It's like Bourbon Street. Exactly. You've been a, you have to get of course, a cigar I've been to Bourbon Street. Street. <laughs> Although, I went there for Bourbon Street to see Corella. I think I told you this story back in the day. Yeah. This was two days after I bought my car. And remember, the, there was a gay kid from UF that's trying to get me to take him home. Not that there's anything wrong with gay kids or anything, but I had to push this kid off me and listen, I'm not taking you back to fuck you, first of all, or in New Orleans, and you want me to drive you to Gainesville. Fuck out of here. <laughs> Dude, I took a story I saw Jaws in Brooklyn when I was living there part time by myself. You, you told me this. How the awesome. gay dude? How awesome. No, I don't think I heard that part. Oh, the, the, the show Jaws fucking crushed. I mean, honestly, Skepsis and Holy Goof open air fire. But the only thing I didn't like about the show, I have a video. It's 98% guys there. Uh, the few girls that were there were all group dudes groups of six. And so anyways, you got an electric forest hat from 2017, the year I went born. So I'm like, oh, dude, that's dope, man. I went there, I was like, you two, it was awesome. We were shooting the shit. And he wasn't like a flamboyantly gay dude. You wouldn't have thought. So we were talking, and he's like, hey, man, like, you want a gummy? I'm like, I'm, what's a gummy? He's like, like I'll, I'll put some Molly in your gum. I'm like, well, I, I can't be popping Molly, dude. Like, I, gotta, <laughs> I can ram drug tested, so I can't be doing that. Um, he's like, okay, yeah, more for me. I'm like, yeah, you do you, bro. And he's like, hey man, you, he starts rubbing, he's like, you want a back rub? I'm like, honestly man, uh, I don't really know I'm you. I'm like, you know what dude, like look, I got nothing against gay people, but I don't swing for that team, bro, so no thank you, and I kind of just walk away. Yeah, that's all you can do though, I know, because if you get too comfortable with them, they they harass you. And, yeah, I was talking like a strike conversation, I wasn't like, I mean, I don't think I come off as a gay dude. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, shirt, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> But you know what? If you've never been hit on by a gay dude, then you're not attractive. Let's just be honest. Exactly. Let's a, just be a honest. A gay guy so. in Miami Music Week 2015 told me I look like Jake Gyllenhaal. I don't at all. Who's that? I don't fucking know. I looked up a picture <laughs> of some actor. I, I'm like, I don't look like this dude at all. I'm like, hey, you know what? I take the compliment. Yeah. I take the compliment. Hey, compliment's better than nothing. I know some people that say they've never been hit. I think Matt told me he's never been hit on by a gay guy before. Really? I think so. I know Lawrence told me he has. It's hard not to. But they gotta shoot their shot, you know? Exactly. I mean, as long as they're like, not like being aggressive and touching me all the time, it's like, hey, whatever. They, they, no, I'm not gonna yeah. like, hold against them. Yeah. And the people who are the most, like, oh, big gay guy parent ever fucking hit on me, it's like the huge, like, 300 pound oh, yeah. dude, pimples, and, like, dude, not even the chick's gonna hit on me. Right? Yeah, get the fuck out of here. Really will laugh. But, you know, it's, it's the insecure people that always have the most, like, Oh, this person's hitting on me. I'm gonna fuck them. Don't touch me. They start dropping like the the, uh, the f word for gays, and it's just not cool, man. It's not yeah, the people like it's like you know the domestic terrorists. Those are all these guys who have never been laid. Yeah. yeah, it sucks, man. You know, everybody is just who they are, and that's just what life is. Yeah, that's the best I part. Yeah, it sucks, man. Sometimes you go these dry streaks. It fucking sucks. All, when you're single, it's all about hot and cold streaks. You're gonna be hot as shit sometimes. Yep. And you can be cold as shit sometimes. There's no. It's part. It's part of life, man. So you're gonna be high. You're gonna be low. Yep. You're gonna have. You're gonna fuck like three different girls in a month. Someone it's gonna make two months for you to touch a girl. Yeah. You know, and it's all. It's all about your perception too. You know, not everybody likes to go out and just, you know, wants to hook up with every girl. And some people that want. Exactly. Some people want to just go out there and. That's the thing I've realized, man, like, I don't really, I don't really love, like, going out club, I don't like club hopping to meet girls anymore, it's 
too much money, yeah. it's too tiring. I just let like, Yellow talk to them as well. I can't. What? <laughs> Wait, where are you from? <laughs> no, I'm from Coral Springs. No, no, no. Coral Springs. Coral? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and you're up till fucking four in the morning, drop way too much money, <laughs> feel like shit for two days. That's why I love, I cannot stress dating apps enough, dude. Yeah? It takes that middle month man out. It takes people at first, dude. I'm not gonna, when I first became single for my last relationship like six years ago, I'm like, am I really about to meet with the fucking girl from Tinder? Like, am I actually gonna do this right now? And it was kind of taboo at the time, you remember yeah. that? Now yeah. it's just like, dude, it's- That's the norm now. It's this Online, it, online it dating is where you have to do trial and error. You meet the girl, dude, I wanna, I wanna marry a girl I'm at a bar at 2.30 in the morning. Yeah. You gotta have some kind of principle, some kind of standards. Yeah, dude. Like honestly, dating ass because you can. You, it, it takes out that middleman. You can decide so and yeah, get get a couple yeah. drinks at a chill bar with them. I like doing that as a first date because it, it makes you. You get to see the fun side of them. It so, takes away the stress. What's your ideal like first date? Uh, ask this question. Uh, oh, dude. My I swear by this. Uh, not a grungy, not an overly nice, but it's like a decent chill bar. Get a couple drinks, nothing yeah. too crazy. If it, if it mean, if you guys are feeling crazy, yeah, get crazy. That can lead to a fun first date. Yeah. Now I'm gonna decide go fucking pick here, but it generally leads to in your favor of hooking up that night. Yeah. I'm not promoting. I'm not. I'm not promoting sexually aggressive culture here, but that's just. Yeah. Thinking like a dude here, and honestly, <laughs> it, it allows to go loose enough. Thinking a bit. like a dude. I think that's gonna be the name of the podcast. What's it called? Thinking like a dude. Yeah, I, like I love it. it. I really do. You know, it allows the girl like loosen up a little bit. You get to see her fun side. You know, who doesn't want to see a fun side? You know, I want, I want to get to know her better. She's more who she is, yeah, what she's cool, about. Man. Sometimes it works out. Sometimes it doesn't. And, and you know, the, the, the age-old saying goes: two outcomes of a first date, whether it's good or bad. It's gonna be good because if it's good, you have a girl to hang out with. If yeah. it's bad, you have an awesome story for your friends. Yep. Like remember the story I told you about the girl I had a FaceTime her mom with her to make sure she's okay. Yes. I and she's like, I'm texting my brother. She's like, Wait, did you tell your parents you're on bubble day? I'm like, No. Oh, why would I do that? I'm told, why would I, my parents would be like, Why are you telling me this? Nice enough girl, but I just yeah. haven't hung out with her again. Yeah, that's a little much. I think. I think you know, um, going out on a date's important. Constantly, I think a perfect ideal like first date for me because I haven't really gotten, never been into like the online dating stuff. You know, I've always been a freelancer working. I mean, don't get wrong, I don't slow you on my day. I'm a freelancer no. myself. Of course, I course. Man. Of course. I have, like, um, it's like if, if there's a, if there's a pepperoni pizza sitting in front of me like, at a bar, I'm gonna eat piece of pizza. Yeah. Okay, if we go to the bar, there's a million girls there. I'm gonna indulge. You you can't you can't you can't not be who you are for somebody else. My perfect oh, dude. My perfect date, you know, is go to the bar over a bottle of wine. I think the best conversations happen over wine. Hard liquor gets sloppy sometimes. Yeah, you know, 100%. We, we, all, we yeah. all have that one story, the sloppy liquor girl. Oh, or, oh, yes. Or we've been there ourselves with the whiskey dick. That's just what it is. Oh, my God, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I've had that story more times than I'd like to admit. But yeah. No, my, my, my favorite dates, first dates ever. I'm not gonna bring. I don't want to talk about Max here. Yeah, that was a great. No first names. Date. No names in this. But, um, well, those first dates. The first date. The first date I had recently, two or three weeks ago. This is when bars were already shut down. I, which I'm gonna do this from here on out. A decent bottle, like a ten dollar bottle of wine, in the park. Me and her went to the park. We talked. You told me about this date. I yeah, think. it was a ten dollar date. We had a great time. We were there for two and a half hours, sipping wines, talking. That's probably my favorite first. My favorite first dates ever. Yeah, I think. Um, 
I truly believe conversation over wine is the best way to go socially. 100%. Socially. I now, agree. if you want to go home and have some drunk, sloppy sex, go to the hard liquor, I think. You know, the beer yeah, I mean, nothing wrong with you. It just depends what you want. And yeah. I, like, I've had some of those wild, like back in January, I met with this girl at, at uh, Blue Anchor. A decent little pub. It's fun fact of the day in Delray, the wooden doors are from a pub from the 1800s in London. Really? From same exact pub, Winston Churchill used to drink there. Really? And they have the doors there. What were you drinking that night? Well, I started out drinking like Blue Moons. Alright, beers. And then me and her did a Jaeger bomb. Oh. Then we went to drink at Office. See, I'm, I'm ready. Yeah. I'm ready to have a night like that again. That that sounds fun. I haven't done that in a while. Yeah. And it fucking sucks because you know now we're on lockdown. Now it's just nothing's open. But I got some good whiskey at the house, and I gotta start something. So on the way home, I'm gonna go get some a little bit of whiskey and play my PlayStation, and sit, and enjoy it. Yeah. I got some Jack if you want. Here you got the rest of that. Not a lot. I'm not a Jack guy. Oh uh, yeah. Gentleman's Jack, I like. But Jack's too. Like that takes me back to. College being shit faced drunk on Jack and Cokes, and it's a little too sugary and sweet for me, honestly. Yeah, so it's funny you say that. Did you know I was actually reading as I'm learning about different bourbons and whiskey where they produce um, the, the Jack, I believe it's in Kentucky, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. They don't sell anything in that town it's made at. They don't sell any bottles there, they don't have any liquor bars there, they have a no liquor. Well, uh, this goes back to the prohibition. Back when the day when they were not allowed to sell liquor. Yeah. So the owner, I forget the exact guy's name, probably Jack Daniel to be honest. He bought this beautiful property. It's all about the water when you're making it. On the riverfront, if you actually look onto their property, if you go on the tours, the water dumps right into the building. And it's gorgeous. But in that town where it's actually like brewed and stillered and whatever the fuck you make it, they don't sell anything. Everything's distribution from there. That's awesome. That and that, cool. and they're worldwide. I don't know if they're worldwide, but they're a known name. In America, I mean, you go from Seattle, Manhattan, South Florida, California, freaking New Mexico. Everyone knows Jack Daniels. Yep. Leave it, Mason. I got Mason the pup out here. What are you doing, Mason? You want to go say hi to your friend? Oh, nasty hair. So this dog's cute. His hair stick up on his back. Look at him. Oh, yeah, he's getting riled up. Yeah. Um, but I like, I truly, I've been sticking to the Woodford. That's it's my a good, to go. It's a good one, man. You know, I was actually watching, um, oh God, Kevin from Shark Tank. He went on a drinking thing on YouTube and he goes, you know, a lot of people don't realize about this, but if you're going to drink something, drink something that you enjoy. This is just my to go. That's know? honestly how the older I get. Like, I mean, you knew me like five years ago, fresh out, came back here from Tallahassee. I drank, I, I, was, I was a trash can. I don't give a shit what it is to drink locals drinks. Now it's like, yeah. I'm gonna get drunk. I wanna enjoy it. Like, that's why I don't really care about going bar hopping too much anymore. I like, just sit down, some good company, enjoy some drinks. Yeah, I'll get drunk and all, but I'd rather enjoy what I'm drinking, not yeah. spend a shit ton of money, and, you know, not, not be up till six in the morning, you know? Amen to, amen to that. You know, I got a new, uh, the new Woodford Double Oak. I haven't tried that yet, but we're gonna have to crack into that bottle in a little bit. I'm gonna take a nice little, nice little test of that. Yeah. The funny thing about Woodford is, I drink in the first time I drank Woodford was on a plane. Really? And I wasn't a fan, but when I drank it when you brought it over, I'm like, this is some good, good shit. Yeah. I don't know what that is. On the for some reason on the plane it didn't taste that good, but it's in a plastic bottle. Yeah. That's what it is. 
Storage, it's yeah, like... Yeah, because the, the, the Woodford on the... Yeah, man, this tastes so much better. Storage, you know, I take very... I try not to store them in too hot of temperatures. That's good. Room temp. And then, I think the glass bottles really helps with, like, different types of drinks, you know? It's like getting a canned soda versus yeah. a, gla a bottle soda. Or, or yeah. it's like a, a draft beer, like Bud Light. No, Miss Nail, it's not that great of a beer, but if you drink on draft, it's very refreshing. Cold. Temperature is where it's at, man. Cold, draft. Honestly, people will give me shit for this. My favorite draft beer in the world, Bud Light. Bud Light, I fuck with that. You know, that's something we've always had. Brews Room. Yes. Brews Room. We're not going to go back to this day, but you know what I'm talking about. Oh, 11 o'clock in the morning. Oh, what are we drinking? Another pitcher of Bud Light. Another pitcher? I just got here. <laughs> that was oh, a fun, yeah. That was a fun day. You're like, yeah, well, okay, you guys know what I just got another one? Like, Jesus. Yeah, that was... Look, at, I, I can finally get to the point I can laugh about it. Yeah, that's important. That means you're growing as a person, which is important. Well, simultaneously, the most mentally scarring days of my entire life. Yeah, but it was, it was, it was, it was that's, how, yeah. that's how you learn. Well, right? when you start dropping acid and stuff like that, that's where it's at. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm glad I, I at least do that, but yeah. shit. <laughs> that, that made it a, a lot worse. Yeah. <laughs> it um, is what it is, though. <laughs> Part of life is funny story. One time, <clears throat> I was going through a rough patch. You remember this back at like maybe like five years ago? I did the shrooms. I tried shrooms for the first time at the beach. I was with a couple of friends that we I talked you to. Tell me about this. We talked to a UFO. I remember I told you. I talked. The white light came up and down. No. <clears throat> years later, I truly think it was the um, a drone. This is when drones were first getting big. Yeah. Because uh, I was flashing my flashlight in the sky. I was, the sky was getting wavy, you know, we smoked a little pot, we were doing guy activities, we were having fun, we were kicking the rocks, and I'm like, let's talk to aliens, or see if we can get something interactive from life, and all of a sudden, a white light just comes down, it was awesome, that's that amazing, dude, one time, like, it was like seven years ago in Tallahassee, back in my wild days, I was with my buddy Robert and my buddy Drew. We had taken a bunch of mushrooms and we were on my way on our balcony, just drinking some whiskey, just you know, enjoying the afternoon. It's a beautiful sunset. And all of a sudden, it is when drones first became a thing. And what this one was shaped like a plane. And we didn't know about drones. This so we see it coming towards us. We're like, holy fuck! An airliner is about to crash into us. This oh, is how we die. No. <laughs> we're, like, we're, we're, we were inside room and panicking. Like my heart was like racing. We're, like where were you after this? I'm sorry. Uh, my my old townhouse in Tallahassee. We we're like holy shit! Like this is us. We're gonna be those people who just die in that freak fucking accident. That one party you brought me to was awesome. Um, Oh yeah, there's two chicks making out each other. It's like a circle of 50 people around there. Yeah, that, like a damn boxing match. That, that's that's normal. Oh uh, yeah, that's FSU. <laughs> yeah, that was uh, my fraternity brother Mike. That was his party. That shit was awesome. That was cool. That, that was, was cool. Fun. They had the girls. I think it was Halloween. I think it was Halloween because they had the girls in the doctor outfits. The yes. Outfits. Yeah, that's that was. It was. Well, you're right. You're that right. was a cool trip. Yeah, that was that was a fun time. I don't, what's, I don't, what's one of your like not outside the state of Florida? What's the funnest trip you've ever taken? Outside state of Florida. Outside state of Florida. If you've ever tra you travel with the boys, obviously you go to the music festivals. Two of them tied. Electric Force and me and Lawrence went three years ago. I that's just like that's just like another level of like things that's, you never that experienced. That is Michigan or Chicago. Boondock, Western Michigan, Rockbury, right? Mill, yeah. fucking nowhere, dude. I want to go there, bro, but it's just oh, they, it's, it's it's never, man. It's, it's a lot of money too. Um, my second, a tie for that was when me and my ex went to visit Boston last summer. 
We didn't do anything crazy, but just the experience there. Yeah, was, it's cool. That's from start to finish, that experience, like, we, um, the plane's pretty empty, so we both got first class, like, food, drinks, and stuff, and just, that was I met our family, I don't want to keep talking about my ex and stuff, but that was, it was like a wholesome, just amazing time. Man. It's it was, nice traveling with somebody. It, it, really was, just, it really was a great experience. That's what it is, and I, I believe, you know, with a helicopter, man, all over the place. Hello, Sheriff. <laughs> what was yours? Mine, you know, um, I'm gonna have to go back to another similar story like you have, ex-girlfriend. You know, it, uh, we went to the Bahamas, and then we did like a backpack trip all the way from like, went to New York City, flew and met her grandma, her uh, Gammy was her name in Queens. Mm. We went down to the city, then we went to uh, Grand Central, took a train to Connecticut, and then into Springfield. Met my aunt and uncle there, I met all her family in Hartford, and you know, it's just the fact that I think traveling with people is nice. I think it's important that everybody experience it. Um, a lot of people don't realize how much how much life experiences you have yeah. in front of you. And it's not that expensive to travel. If you do it right, it's not. Yeah. But if you're like me and you want everything nice and, and nice and above, but that's just who I am. I work hard enough. I want to enjoy the nice things. Yeah, of course. Nothing wrong with that. But I'm also Jewish. <laughs> You're telling me this chair is fifty-eight dollars extra, but you better give me the free one. Yeah, right. Agla, man. North Carolina wasn't bad either. North Carolina was a fun Where'd trip. Where'd you go to? I went to Raleigh, right in town. You know, I went to this. Oh, yeah, that's this, where I was originally from. I went to a game bar right down there. You didn't hear about my Raleigh trip? A gay bar. Game. Actually, I went to a gay bar too. Nice. Uh, um, I went. So we was with. I was with the ex at the time. You know. Um, and then you there. You know, I kind of like this. <laughs> Only if you were I, I actually went to a gay bar in Memphis. I'll tell you that story after yeah, this. Thank you. <laughs> uh, this was uh, around Halloween. You know, I was like, I wanted to do something for her. You know, I was just like, I asked her to help split something, whatever. She bought a couple lunches there. Um, but I wanted to really just take her out, be nice. But we went out one night. This was an awesome night. Besides tonight, we got we went to a vineyard and got yeah. stranded. We went. This actually was the same night. We went to a vineyard and got stranded. We took a. We took a. We got stranded in the boondocks for 45 minutes trying to find an Uber. No oh, Uber's by there and got lucky. So we went to this cool game bar because we're downtown in the city. And the game bar had like these uh, video games. You obviously pay tokens, but it's college kids. Downtown Raleigh is all college kids. And oh, yeah. it's the country people. The country people are cool. You know, I can spark up conversations or whatever. So we're going to leave. Um, you know, we had like $10. So we're like, all right, let's just, here's five, here's five dollars worth of coins on five dollars. Let's just go give them the people make their night. Did that after that? You know, this might have been the day after action. I think that we went back downtown because we went to the museums and all that stuff, and we had nothing else to do. So we see all these people dressed up in costumes, and we we're just like, hmm, seems suspicious that there's a couple lines, like six people in line out of the eight people are gay. So we're like, you know, I don't, I don't give a fuck. Let's just go have fun. Yeah. I go in there. You know, this is where I'm kind of scarred. This, this is where my politics kind of get me. Um, I walk in there. This is just my personal experience, like experience. There's a no gender sign on the bathrooms. I'm out of respect. I don't know. There's still straight girls in here. There's still straight guys in here. Yeah. And I don't know which stall to go in. I walk in there and I'm just like, all right, there's a bunch of girls. Fuck, let me leave this one. My dumbass left and went to the other one. And of course, what's in there? A bunch of guys. <laughs> so here I am in the bathroom. Um, <laughs> Leaped over the stall, just, all right, nobody look. All right, guys, other way. <laughs> Not that I think anybody was really paying attention to me, but I think it's more of a security thing. And I think it's cool when it's, a, it's appropriate if it's a culture like that. 
but from being inside that experience, I don't think it should be allowed in public. I think if yeah, you're a man, go in the men's room. If you're a girl, you go in the woman's room. If you don't know what you are, go in the family room. And that's just how I leave it from my perspective on gender. I know? think I should have a guys, girls, and neutral. Like a neutral should be the third option. Family. Family bathroom, that's exactly what it is. A neutral bathroom. If you're tranny, don't know, guy, girl, you don't care, go in that third bathroom, alternate bathroom. Like, if you want a bathroom like that, have it. But I think it should be a strictly guy, strictly girls, then the third bathroom for whoever the hell wants to go. Just like have their thing too, you know? Correct. I believe that. Um, but the, it was actually not bad, you know? I've never been to one of those where they do like the, the um, like lips almost. Lips is like a tranny bar, I guess, that's what it yeah. is. They had a show there, and I've never experienced it. And it was actually quite fun. You know, yeah, it was. I, I've never done the culture like that, and I'm always I'm very comfortable with my skin. You know, I know who I am. I know what I want, and I don't want. It was fun. Um, I'm gonna go get you some more uh, whiskey. I if appreciate wanna, that, my friend. We're gonna put a little quick pause to this. I'll be right back. Do it. Cheers, Robbie. Thanks for coming to my very first podcast. Absolutely, man. Thanks you know, for having it's me. It's something I'm going to start doing. I think it's something I've always wanted to do. And it's, good. it's a good, it's a good productive thing to do during this time. It's talking just. So, how do you, you know, do you follow politics at all? Are you seen? I did. I did a lot more a couple years ago. But it's been the whole state of government's been kind of turned me off of that. Yeah. I still pay attention enough because you should know what's going on, especially being our age. Yeah, you know. I'm a registered Democrat, but I'm not one of those people. I don't blindly follow my party. Yeah, I'm pretty close to the center. You know? yeah. I don't, I don't, I'm, I'm not like full on, full blown liberal because I think too far right, too far left are equally bad in some ways. I believe that. You that's know. why I'm glad Bernie Sanders did with the primaries. He's way too far up to the left. He's out now. Yeah, I he's know. He's almost yeah. like a communist. So, you know, and I, he's I, way, he's way too far to the left, man. There's way too far left, way too far to the right. It's not good. It's not we're not gonna yeah. get anywhere. You know, and I just, it, it, a lot of people forget, you know, about politics too is, you know, it doesn't matter who your president is, you got to vote for the legislation board. Like, the people are going to approve the bills. People are going to go after that. And yeah. Unfortunately, you know, everybody wants to, and I'm not, like, I'm not a fan. I don't, I'm not talking about politics or whatever, right. this guy talk. You know, if you're going to run America as a business, as our president is doing, you know, you also got to make sure that every, how you talk to people is very important. I think that's what, just, I think that's what it's lacking. I saw yeah. Bernie Sanders dropped out of the race. You know, it's funny because as an investor, I've seen I've seen my portfolio 
skyrocket after he fell out. And I'm just sitting there, and it's hard when you have a communist, a lot of people don't want to make moves because, you know, you have this guy who comes in the president, now who's paying for everything? Yeah. The, the very big corporate companies. And unfortunately, I mean, they could afford it, but it's not what they want. It's not what investors want. No. So it's like saying, hey, you got $50 in your pocket? All right, give me half of that. That's just not, it's not fair for people who work hard for the money. But we live in America, the greatest place in this fucking world. You have the opportunity to drive and do whatever you want. Yep. And that's the best part. Cheers, Cheers. That's some good stuff, man. I like this. I like this. Uh, it says a whiskey or a bourbon or bourbon. A bourbon whiskey. I'm not a whiskey guy, but I do it's like a bourbon bourbons. whiskey. It's not bad. It's smooth. You know, with a couple ice cubes in there. Uh, and I try not to t- change temperatures. Um, have you been drinking? Are you new to the wine game at all? Have you been drinking wine for years? Um, any name brands at all? Or are you just like whatever's in front of you? It really depends. I'm not too big on the name game. My favorite wine that I drink 80% of is Malbec. Argentina. Malbec? Malbec, yeah. Argentinian wine's very good. My parents got me on it a couple years ago. It's my favorite. My favorite Malbec layer cake. Not only is it 14.5%, basically one of the strongest ones out there, it is delicious, man. Like, layer cake? It's called layer cake. I've heard of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Delicious. Like, so basically, um, keep it, don't keep it, you know, freezing cold, but just like a nice little on the cold, on the slightly chillier side. I have a wine cooler. Exactly. <laughs> I'm perfect, all about cold man. wine. Mal- Malbec, layer cake, I swear by it. And it's only $13 a bottle. Yeah, most Malbecs are around my price. Decent Malbecs. Malbecs are my favorite, man. It's not too sweet. It's not too dry. I like the glass of white every now and then, but sometimes they get a little too sweet. Yeah, white's hard to cope with. I know people Grigio, love white wine. Sauvignon. Chardonnay is a little too sweet, but Grigio and, Char- Grigio and Sauvignon Blanc. Grigio. The, the white wine for yeah. the red wine drinker. Pinot Grigio. If, you, if you're not like uh, Zippendale, it's not bad. Uh, white Zippendale. Well, I was a little it's younger. A little, I suppose like 20 years old, I used to like those. Yeah, white Zippendale is sugary. But it's not a white, it's a pink, it's a blush wine. I've been getting the wine since I was like 20, honestly. Yeah? How'd you do that? <laughs> so my college actually, her mom's a huge wine person, like loves wine, gets all the good stuff. So every time I go to her place in Fort Lauderdale, we eat there and she always great wines for us to try. I'm like, you know what, this is some good shit. Yeah. And me and my, this is back when I used to, get, I used to be able to smoke weed before I got ready to yeah. yeah. college kids, so, everybody So what we do is, you know, we would, what we do is we'd smoke a joint, get some good wine, just watch movies that's a good date idea too it's an amazing if i can't smoke anymore but yeah. if i could smoke yeah uh, I, even just even just wine movies wine some food with the girl a wine night with the girl is just amazing when i was when i was younger i used to be like anti-social on pot and then you know i grew comfortable in my skin i learned all right let me only take two hits instead of two joints then i can have a conversation that was the with me somebody. and that in high school man like we would smoke an entire giant one and get way too fucked up. We go to parties yeah. and we sit in the bar and giggle. <laughs> I, I remember the story. You know, Matt's telling me, I went to a party with Robbie. Robbie's talking to everybody. I'm here on the couch. I can't talk. I'm high and I look Chinese. I think I fell to the floor dying laughing. That was a great story. <laughs> so I do this. I'll go. At first, I'll be kind of like way too antisocial. I like chug two beers. Then I'll be social. I'm like, okay, now I can talk to them. Yeah. A little liquor confidence, a little liquid confidence goes Man, on. I remember one time with me, Matt walks into the party like way too blasted stoned. I'm like, dude, I can't do this. Let's just go drink all our stuff in my clubhouse. Yeah. That was fun. You know, I, remember, I, think, I think Matt got in secret because one time, me, him, and Derek Ryder, this back when we were like 18 years old, 
between Hotbox, Madsel. I've met Derek Ryder. Yeah, millions of times. We um, your mask old gray Honda the box the SUV he had. Rose, Rose, Rose all day. Damn, bro. We uh, that's when I first met him. Yeah, that car. Yeah, oh yeah, through me. That's right. We um, me and him and Derek smoked two blunts out in that car. We got so retardedly high. We went to Walmart to get snacks, and then we walk in and Matt's just like walking like this. <laughs> and me and Derek turn around and start cracking up at Matt. Matt got so insecure after that. Like, he gets very insecure. For a year, he wouldn't go anywhere. Pub- he wouldn't go inside if he was high. I'm like, nothing's changed. He's like, dude, I can't wait to. I mean, I mean, he's been high around me. Cause, I mean, sometimes when me and him hang out, he's like, when I, he, he, I'm like, he's like, yeah, I smoke, so like, we go go places. Yeah, but he's not social. When he's drunk, he is very social. That's, I'm not talking about drunk though. I'm talking about like stone. There's nothing wrong with that. Antisocial is alright. Yeah, I mean, me, I'm an extrovert when I, an introvert when I want to be. You know? yeah. I can be very social, but sometimes, like, I'll be here in social situations. Like, guys don't want to be doing this right Same. now. Same. You know, it's important. And I think, you know, I know. I have, have a balance between the two. I have, exactly. You got to find that. I know some people who just always want to keep going, keep doing something. If you can't sit still in your own skin for an hour or two hours without doing anything, you're not comfortable in your skin. And that's my personal belief. I believe that you should be able to sit down. You know, even if you're having a conversation with somebody or just reading a book, but if you have to always be moving, you have to be doing something, like, you're not comfortable. You you should be you should be okay in your skin to sit down, relax. You know, that's just what it is. Even the sun goes down to rest at night. Even the moon goes down. You know, it, Yeah, that's a good one. Even the sun goes down. I like that. So, even the sun goes down, even the sun goes down. So, Robbie, you're a pilot, you know? What's it like being a pilot? You know, how's it... A lot of people people get like this misconception, like it's like the movies, like it really is nothing like that. It's like a lot of it is what you're saying. You have to be comfortable, you know, because when I'm on the road, all I do is sit by myself in hotels or go shoot pool by myself. So it's comfortable in your own skin. Can you be away from your friends and family for a couple days and be cool with it? That's why sometimes Matt's like, oh, why you always have to do something? Because my busy months, four days out of the week, I'm by myself doing nothing. Yeah. So I like to, my three days I'm free, I like to do stuff. No, it's, it's important to get out there and try new things too. I know people also who they just want to sit at home, you know, it's something wrong with sitting at home playing a video game, but if you don't have any goals, I believe, or standards in life, are you going to grow as a person? No. Yeah, I, I can't sit there and just play video games 24-7 not do yeah. anything in my life. Yeah, no, that's crazy. What's it like when you're by yourself though and you're in the apartment? Does it get lonely? Uh, the hotel, um, do you get send memes to my friends, listen to a lot of music, and just go drink a beer or two and play some pool and put some music on the jukebox. Now, do you ever get to interact with other people from the flight? Say so you have like a stewardess or co-pilot. We have a, I have a captain and one flight attendant. But usually they're cool people, but it's like the, the flight attendants are all usually our parents' age. Or a gay dude. So we're all cool people, but and the captains are cool people. Cool, so we get along. We don't have anything in common. Occasionally, I get a cool captain. We we'll go get cold beers together. But most of the time, it's just me because you know a lot of them. They're just their own people. They get to the hotel. They shut the door. That's all you see about. Ah, uh, yeah. That's like ninety-five percent of the time. They're probably just chilling, talking to the wifey at home. Yep. No, oh, sweetie, I'm at home. <laughs> all right. It's cool. I wanna. I want a job. You know, actually. As everybody knows, I've been doing career changes over the past couple like months or whatever. You know, I got a cool job down in Fort Lauderdale downtown. So I got some good connections out of it. Yeah, you know, and it's important to be around good people, be happy. 
Um, but now, you know, as I take another leap into who I am, one of my biggest things in life is always starting something to ins inspire people, help people, let people learn, and just and grow, you know? I'm always about mindset, you know? And that's Absolutely. just one of my biggest bucket lists is starting a, a podcast. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in, by the way. Thank um, you very much. <laughs> thank you very much. We're going to try to do this every week now. Yeah. Try a new guest. One, one last funny thing. Uh, tell me your... Uh Funniest, it could be your best or your worst first date ever. Just like your, your funniest, like, what the hell is that? <laughs> oh man, my funniest first date. Alright, so my funniest first date. <laughs> oh god. I went to. I was supposed to get this a couple years back. I was supposed to go on a blind date with somebody. Yeah. Alright, I was getting hooked up through a bunch of mutual friends or whatnot. <laughs> and I go out. We went to this restaurant. This little family-owned restaurant, uh, American-style food. And I think I had just turned 24 at the time. Nice. You know, I was still busy life. <laughs> I go there, and I am waiting there, and I'm like texting there. I'm like, all right, I'm here. Where are you at? And apparently, I went to the wrong restaurant. So oh, I sat shit. down there, I ordered an appetizer, two glasses of wine for somebody, and they're at, they're about 25 minutes north of me, and oh, I sat oh. there and I'm like, well, I guess I'm having two glasses of wine. <laughs> Dinner for one, drinks for two. <laughs> <laughs> What's your funniest story? Oh, did you, did you get meeting up with them? No, actually, I told her, you know, I saw what she looked like after, and uh, I said, unfortunately, you know, I just, I don't, I can't, I have to work next week, and... I just blew it off from there. Not not saying that looks everything, but at that point in my life, I was. Well, no, it's okay to stare. So obviously, looks aren't as more than that. Like I'm not gonna date a girl just because she's hot. Yeah. She has to have a good personality, can have fun exactly. with this girl. Exactly. Like, the same thing. You got you know. You gotta date somebody who wants to be with you, who wants to put some effort in too. A lot of yeah. people miscommunicate that, you know. And when you want to talk to somebody, they should be able to talk to you, not not come up with an excuse. I know a lot of people are so get away thing. People, bro. Yeah, it is. So was she just not like a good looking girl? She wasn't ugly, but she wasn't my type. You know? No, it's not exactly, man. Like, honestly, like I said, looks are not everything. They really are not. But yeah. the same day, everyone has what they want. Like, why are you going to sell for less than what you want, you know? Yeah. You know, you can be on a blind date with every everybody's a 10 until you see who they really are. Uh-huh. Ask Stevie Wonder. He'll tell you that. <laughs> nice. What's your worst first date? Uh, probably my worst. Um... First date. First, first date. Your worst. I can tell you a bunch of worst dates I had. Yeah. Uh, getting uh, on a my, fight my on a date. Getting on a fight on a date sucks. Oh fuck! It happened to you? Oh my god, bro! Even when you were with a girlfriend, I was in North Carolina, and I got in a fight. Oh, I meant your first date. Oh no no no. Oh, no, no. your first on a date. date. I mean your first date. No, no. Oh, my worst first date. Probably the one where the chick who had to Facetime her mom to make sure she's okay. And she's about 26, 27. 23. She she graduated from UCF like six months ago. Um, my, my, my worst one was probably, uh, this is like 2015, so it's a little while back. And I was on a dry street, I meet this girl on Tinder. Good morning, and welcome to the Dan Griffin Podcast Show. I'm Dan Griffin, I'm going to be by myself today, just talking about life and what's going on and what I'm doing just to stay happy and keep my mind off of everything going on in the world. Um, I am looking for somebody to just sit down and talk to, interviewees, and, you know, if you guys want to reach out to me, by all means, 
reach out to me. I'd love to sit down and have a conversation with you. Um, so yeah, let's get going. So, you know, just so everybody knows who I am, I'm Daniel Griffin, 28 years old. Um, I live down in South Florida area. Um, and it's been a lifelong dream of mine to be on a podcast and have my own podcast. So I figured, you know what, now's a great time to start with something new and a new adventure while I have all this extra time in my hand. And I really, I really want to stick to this for a while and just talk to as many people, learn as much as I can through knowledge and through uh, people experience. And you know, I think that's an awesome way to grow. I truly do. Um, you know, I was watching watching the news today. I watched it for about an hour, and it's just it's heartbreaking to see everything going on in the world and everybody pointing fingers and doing all this stuff. And you know, it's important stay busy, keep your mind off of things. Um, a couple things I've been doing was I started a hundred push-up a day challenge. <laughs> That's not for everybody because it gets sore, but I think it's good for toughness, good for keeping yourself in shape and mentally strong, you know, um, as men, you know, like Joe Rogan said, as people, we're supposed to be out in the wood, in the garden, chopping trees down, picking our vegetables and, you know, working out in the fields. That's just what we were born to do. And we've become so isolated and having everything in a grocery store and, you know, people cooking for us and doing all this stuff that we actually forget that to get this far in life. It took a lot of work and a lot of courage by everybody. Um, you know, a couple things, other things I've been doing as well is just, I did a, I started a thousand piece puzzle, you know, and it's almost done. It started about a day and a half ago. I work on it for about three hours a day. Uh, give it, take a little here, a little there, take a break. Um, <laughs> anybody who does a puzzle knows it comes in waves. One second you have five pieces, you know, put together, and then the next 10 minutes you can't find another piece to go with it. Um, but it's kind of like life, you know, now that I really sit down and I think about it, um, you know, it goes great. Everything goes good for a while, then it stops for a little bit. You know, they say it comes in threes. <laughs> I guess that's just life though, but you got to keep going. If you want to finish this and be self-determined and have something to be proud of, I think achievement is awesome on the soul. I think it's awesome for a person to feel accomplished. You know, everybody works a nine to five and they don't want to risk it or they don't want to do anything and they just, they want to work the easy job, go home, watch TV and hope that something good happens to them. I don't like that boring life, you know. I found myself the past couple months before all this happened, you know, I just, I was giving up on a lot of things, and I can't do that. This is not who I am. You know, you got to, when you fall down, you got to keep getting back up. Uh, but the puzzle's actually really cool, back to the puzzle. It's a bunch of different American logos, you know, Statue of Liberty, you got a, <laughs> you got the Twinkie logo in there, you have a penny in there, you got to build, um, Abraham Lincoln, um, and a bunch of cool stuff, Budweiser bottles. So it's kind of hard because it gets camouflaged all over the place. So I'm sitting there, I'm looking at all these pieces, and I'm like, ugh. And the hardest one I had to do that I'm almost done with is the San Francisco Bridge. And let me tell you why. Because it's a mixture of different colors on the puzzle. You know, I got blue and reds. But it's not the only blue and reds I have. I have Budweiser bottles that have the same reds. Or I have the space, um, not the space, what am I talking about? I have the ocean floor that has a dark blue as well. So it's just all over the place, really. 
Um, I've been doing a little bit of meditation, about 15 to 25 minutes a day. Um, I think it's important, you know, to think about, breathe, and think about what you want in life because how you see your life is going to be your perception. I learned from a great CEO uh, a couple years ago that your perception is your reality. Uh, thanks to Peter Kankro for that one. Um, and I just, I've gone from that since there. You know, I want to see good in people. I want to help as much as I can. Today I woke up actually <laughs> and I did a dance. I don't know why. I just, I felt like dancing and I felt like being, moving a little bit and just not being in a slump all day. <laughs> and I truly enjoyed it. I spent about 20 minutes, you know, easy dance, like a, almost like a slide dance. Uh, it's a Tootsie Roll slide from Drake. That's his new song. Um, no, yeah, check that song out if you don't like it. Nice and slow, nice beat to it. Um, but that was fun. <laughs> uh, another hobby I have is just, I go on jogs now. I started running a lot more, and it's actually, I've gotten to the place where I can almost run probably about a good mile without stopping, and that's huge. If you met me about six months ago, you'd have been like, oh, you're running now? <laughs> But persistence is key in life, you know, and you got to be consistent with everything you do and you're going to have your days. Like I said, it's like the puzzle. Some are going to be better than others. Some are going to fall into place. Some aren't. Um, it's just you got it's up to you. And they don't teach you that in life. It's up to you to be happy, to be entertained yourself. If you look for entertainment in other people, you're going to you're going to grow on something and you're going to depend on them. And when they're not there, then what's going to happen? So I've really learned over the past couple of months and even the past couple of years to just keep pushing forward. And, you know, so I want to pass on that wisdom that I've learned and I've learned through people um, and just talking. I think it's awesome. Um, I think life is going to be all right after this. It's going to be different. That's for sure. And everybody, everybody has their own issues. Now you got to tack on this and the whole economy dropping and the economy being a roller coaster and whatnot. Um, but let me know. I would like to hear about how some of you guys are handling your situation. Uh, what you guys are doing different to stay uh, entertained. You know, I'm by myself right now. I don't have anybody with me. You know, I go to my mom's house, but I don't want to get her sick or anything. Other than that, you know, I have the dog in the house, which is awesome. It's a great dog. <laughs> He's actually sitting outside. Just looking at all the flies, not flies, there are dragonflies going around him and the air. He's enjoying the fresh air, which is nice. Me too. Um, you got to breathe a little bit in life, though. You know, yeah, you got to be mindful of the people. You got to be mindful to yourself. You got to push yourself as well. Another couple things I was doing is cooking, you know, baking a little bit. I know it doesn't sound manly for all you manly men out there, but I think food's important. I think... You know, if you're gonna, if you want to be happy, eat clean food, eat healthy, not fatty, greasy food. I did a vegetarian diet um, for about a year. I went from February to a little past February um, this year. And that was fun. It was entertaining. I actually shouldn't say vegetarian. I should say more of a pescatarian diet, which is kind of cool. You know, just eating seafood. But I think that I'm ready to. Slowly start going back onto more protein diets, more official diets for me. Um, it wasn't, it wasn't who I was, um, and I have to eat good. You know, I like cooking. I like 
some big part of me. I was a sous chef for a while, for about four, about three years actually, now I take it, going on four years. Um, you know, so it's important for me to cook something, eat good. Another couple things I've been doing was just, I'd tell you about the hundred. I've been doing a little bit of just stretching, sitting against the wall as well, which was nice. Um, you know, it's important to be loose and have your muscles not so tense because your tense ha- your tensity goes with your stress levels. You know, if you're stressed out and your muscles are tense, you're going to be sore. You're not going to be eager to get up or anything like that. So I think for me, you know, I want to stretch. I've been doing about 30 minute stretches a day. Um, and now I started this podcast. That's another thing I've started as well. You know, I started yesterday. Um, more to come. I've already reached out to a couple people. You know, I got a couple of um, CEOs I'm going to interview a little bit later. They're small businesses, nothing big, you know. Um, a couple bar owners, a couple restaurant owners. And I got a, somebody from the NFL I'm going to be interviewing, hopefully in the next week or two. He's great. He played for the, the Chiefs. Uh, you'll meet him in a couple days or so. Um, other than that, you know, I've been journaling a lot, just saying simple, uh, focusing on the bright side and talking and who I am as a person is I love being outside. I love staying active. I love thinking positively. I love trying to go forward, you know. It's it's in my blood, I think, to fall forward instead of backwards. And I think it's important for a lot of people, you know, it's, in, it's okay to take a step back. You know, by all means. Um, but for me, I've always, you know, once I'm down, I'll stay down for a little bit. And then I want to push forward instead of trying to go backwards. But everybody has their own personal way of coping and dealing with stuff. And that's just that's just what I like to do. I like to keep going, you know. Um, obviously, everybody knows, like, I've worked with many people over the years. Everybody knows that I've been in the food industry a little about myself. I was in the food industry it's probably about 2008 um, and I know hundreds of people they are out of work right now and to everybody that's out of work you know stay happy stay healthy stay positive you know look for something to do besides just drinking all day don't form bad habits um, <laughs> as contradicting as it sounds you know I've actually I started reading about whiskeys and like scotches and stuff like that you know it's just I think to me that's that's something in the past and the future that can go a long way with meeting people, having important clients as I grow, and having interviews with more celebrities. Not celebrity, well, celebrities one day. Yeah, I got to reach high for your goals, everybody. Remember that. Um, but it's just something I generally like. I like learning how things are made. Uh, that's why I actually started the puzzle as well. Uh, what else have I been doing? You know, just calling people here and there, just talking. Um, no, that's all you can do. Taking care of the animals a little bit. Um, you know, gardening. I, have a, I didn't make the garden at my house, but you know, I water the plants every day when uh, my roommate's not here to take care of them. Because I got this neighbor upstairs who likes to bleach their porch every three days. And for some reason, it comes down on my patio and my... The, the flowers get all bleached up and mother nature you shouldn't be killing mother nature like that and i'm trying to find this guy and every time i go up there he's not home but it's just not fair so upstairs neighbors stop pouring bleach for your downstairs neighbors please it's not cool man um 
you know, I want to, I'm going to reach out to somebody for an interview next week. I'm going to figure out about, um, this is a guy I've known for probably about five years. He has family in New York. So I want to talk to him and see what, how it is in the life of New York, uh, how they're doing up in New York and how his family's doing, um, so forth. So that'll be an interview to come in the next couple of days, but you know, just that's all you can do is talk and pray for everybody. You know, I'm not a very religious person, everybody knows, but I do believe that, you know, God is going to be your inner person. How you come out of this is how, how you handle this. If, if you're not using this time to learn who you are and enjoy, enjoy your rest time. It's like a, it's like a reset for the human. You know, if you want, if you're not happy in your career, now's a great time, great time for change. Um, you know, I've been applying for new jobs here and there. You know, I had actually a nice interview yesterday with a company who's been around since 1913. Um, if anybody can guess what company that is on their first guess, uh, I'll give you 10 bucks. <laughs> Make it a little exciting. Um, but more to say, you know, you gotta you gotta gravitate towards what you want in life. So I think saying happy, saying positive, thinking forward, you gotta you know think about what you want you got to meditate and eventually the more you see yourself doing something the more you'll push yourself to doing something else and you'll grow from there and I think growth is important to everybody as I keep stressing during this time if anybody ever is feeling down or anything you guys can always reach out to me or anybody uh, family friends and if you have nobody there's always numbers to call don't try to get through this by yourself if you can't. Um, yeah, I think I think gravity is gonna pull pull you towards where you're supposed to go. You know, I may have not worded that correctly, um, but you know, I'm gonna start training. I think next big steps gonna start training for a marathon. I want to start running, riding my bike again, and. I miss swimming. I miss the beach. It sucks. They closed all the beaches down here in South Florida. And I see myself just laying down there by myself and somebody coming to sit five, sitting five feet next to me. And that's what ruins it. You know, people can't respect privacy. And that's okay, though. But I think it uses time up. Um, but I think that just about wraps it up for today. A couple hobbies, you know, doing the puzzle, stretching, dancing, working out, jogging, cooking. Uh, I've been reading a little bit about different things. Um, I started this class online. It's called Shaw Academy as well. I got a couple more courses before I graduate. Um, that might start a new one. I got to see. got to get my bills paid first, obviously. You know, bills are important. Um, but you keep going from there and push forward so stay strong if anybody ever wants to have an interview with me reach out to me you know i love talking to people i love hearing about they are uh, but i'm gonna wrap up today's segment just about life and what's going on so and i wish everybody well and thanks for listening to the dan griffin podcast show i'll see you guys next time